0: Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax and Johnson's self polishing blowcoat present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn, with songs by Martha Tilton and the King's Men, and music by Billy Mills. The show opens with Sing My Heart. Have you ever noticed how it's the little things in life that are the most annoying? Take your automobile, for example. The motor may be hitting on all eight, running like a top. The brakes may be perfect. The tires, like new. But if there are some annoying squeaks or body noises that you can't locate, they sometimes get on your nerves. Automobile manufacturers discovered that, and so did the makers of Johnson's Wax, who found that special wax dressings used as a dry lubricant on the rubber gaskets around the doors and elsewhere, could cure many of these annoying squeaks. That may seem a far cry from the Johnson products you know and use, Genuine Johnson's Wax, Johnson's Self-Polishing Glow Coat, Car New, and Johnson's New Cream Wax. But it's just another example of the ingenuity with which the makers of Johnson's Wax have developed many special wax polishes and dressings for both home and industry. Next time you go shopping, don't be satisfied with anything but the best insist upon the genuine Johnson's-like policy. of the house at 79 Wistful Vista is all in a flutter. She has some wonderful news for her husband, who is a little late getting home from downtown. The little man has had a busy day. <laughs> what with inspecting new building excavations, selecting a cigar, and kibitzing a domino game at the Elks Club. <laughs> but here he is at last, and we'll see what she's been so anxious to tell him as we meet Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: glad you're home. The most wonderful thing happened today. Yeah, don't tell me Uncle Dennis moved out. No,
2: no. A man came to the door this morning.
1: The reason I thought it might be Uncle Dennis moving is on account of them two big, uh, two big corrugated boxes he's got in his room.
2: Well, I know all about them. But let me tell you now, the man that came to the door. I was
1: in Uncle Dennis's room yesterday and I happened to shake one of them boxes and it gurgled.
2: Well, he keeps his medicine in one of them. Oh. He says he never knows when he might get bit by a saint. <laughs>
1: What does he keep in the other box? A snake. <laughs>
2: Well, now, will you stop interrupting me?
1: Sure, sure, sure. What happened?
2: Just listen now. An old miner came to the door this morning with the most beautiful hands I ever saw on a man. What? You mean... You... Stop interrupting me. You'll be talking us out of a
3: fortune. Oh, but...
2: It seems that this miner, while digging in his mine for silver, had discovered a vein of clay that turned his callous, tough old hands soft and beautiful overnight. Oh,
1: but look,
3: And he'll sell
2: us a half interest in it for only $150. <laughs> Do you realize that women in this country alone spend $3 billion a year for cosmetics? Yeah, but, Molly, Do you what... realize what $50 invested with Henry Ford 30 years ago would be worth today? Yeah, but... Really, McGee, I think it's a marvelous
1: opportunity. Yes.
2: I say, let's do it.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I don't know, Molly. I think this thing ought to be scanned into.
2: <laughs> I'm
1: inclined to be kind of conservative about investments like this.
2: Yes, you are. Well, I am. How about back in 1932 when you dropped $2,000 in a felt farm?
3: <laughs>
1: to raise felt for billiard tables. <laughs> Well, how did I know it took seven years for a felt tree to start bearing fruit? <laughs> this is a different thing. I think we ought to investigate first. I'm not one to plunge into these things without. Who's that?
2: Let me be. <laughs> oh, it's Mrs. Uppington.
1: You mean Abigail Uppington, the rowdy dowager??
4: <laughs>
2: yes, the poor man's Mrs. Astor.
1: <laughs> Come in.
4: Oh, how do you do, my dear? Mr.
1: McGee. Hi, Mrs. Astor. Uppy.
2: <laughs> what are you looking so pleased about, Abigail? You look like the canary that just swallowed the cat.
1: No, 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 You got that wrong, Molly. You mean she looks like a cat that was about to get the bird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my dears, I simply must tell you, I've had the most
1: extraordinary experience, really. <laughs> what happened, Uppy? Dennis tell you he could still save a few? <laughs>
2: Don't tell me you finished knitting that soldier sweater you started in 1918, Abigail. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, this was such an odd circumstance. Oh, everyone is going to think I am just the luckiest girl. They
1: just think of you as a girl. You're lucky.
2: (laughs) Well, what is it, Abigail?
1: Well, my dear, this morning, as I was taking the silver
2: with clever as my butler, an elderly miner came to the door, and he had the loveliest hands, my dear. oh a uh a uh Minor Abigail? <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, a fascinating character, really. Mm-hmm. It seems that he had discovered the most marvelous beauty play while working in his mine, and that if it was marketed, it would mean millions. Mm-hmm. So, I bought a half interest in it for only $500, my dear. Imagine. <laughs> well, ain't
1: you being kind of foolish, honey? Maybe this guy was a gyp artist.
2: No, no, McGee. I think Abigail is right. Uh... It sounds like a marvelous investment. Oh, I'm sure it is, my dear. And I flatter myself that, I am a judge of Western characters. Oh! Yes. I spent several winters out in Sun Valley, Idaho. You know. Oh, yes.
1: <laughs> you used to go out there for the winter sports, didn't you, Wuppy? <laughs> uh,
2: yes, yes, Mister McGee, but I gave that up because I never met
3: any. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, yes, I did meet one, but it didn't last. Oh, what was the matter with him, Evans?
3: Oh, he was a fortune
2: hunter, my dear, just widow shopping. <laughs> Oh, but now, getting back to my investment, do you realize that the women of America spend almost three billion dollars annually on cosmetics?
1: Well, I guess you girls are entitled to powder your noses as long as you're going to be paying through them.
2: <laughs>
1: but frankly, girls, I think you're all wet on this beauty clay thing. Something tells me this miner is a fake Ah, I'll bet you... No, I... no,
2: no, don't pay any attention to him, my dear. Oh. <laughs> oh, no, I know I did the right thing, and it makes me so happy.
4: Oh! Lucky,
3: lucky
1: girl. So lucky, lucky, lucky. <laughs> mm. Lucky, 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 there goes Ducky. <laughs> so she bit on that Wildcat beauty mud scheme too, did she? I wonder.
2: Oh, that poor, poor miner.
1: What do you mean, the poor miner? Why, he found a prize chump in Uppington, didn't he? Why, that guy ought to be reported.
2: But he has nothing left for himself, dearie. There's only two half interests in anything, and if he sold one to Abigail and one to me.
1: Oh What's this? You mean you actually gave that horse thief a hundred and fifty bucks?
2: No, I didn't give it to him. I bought a half interest. Oh, at... oh.
1: oh. Oh, Molly.
2: Oh, but I wanted to surprise him again. Oh my goodness. You're always saying that women haven't any business
1: judgment, and I wanted to prove... Oh,
5: this is awful. Why, well,
1: that guy's probably sold 27 half-interests around this town. I'm going to call the police. I'm going to... No, I'll call the Better Business Bureau.
2: What for? He couldn't do any better business than he's been doing, could he? Oh.
0: The King's Men thing Katie's in. Katie was a lady with elegant
3: social poison All the girls were jealous of the way she could lead the on. This little
5: girlie began quite early To play with dangerous toys Boys who came to grammar school with feathers in her lips Katie did, did, Katie 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 did. Who kissed the little boys and ran away and hid Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did Katie never brought her teacher's apples every day Never learned her lessons, but they always gave her A on her report card Who dug the candy man for candy all the time Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie didn't need a dime Katie, 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 Katie went away to college, not in search of knowledge. She was after lots of fun, love, and laughter. Katie, 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 Katie didn't crack a book. Professors took one look. sad to say they tossed their books away. Made the football team break training in the spring. Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did. didn't. Katie did, Katie didn't do a thing. And who rushed the banker's son and made him steal a kiss? Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did. 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 didn't miss. Katie did a lot of things that horrified the nation just to follow her around the liberal education. But who got the banker's son and 50,000 quid? Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie did, Katie didn't. You bet your life. 22nd Marines And you should
1: see What take, Yes, 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 yes. Okay, bud. Thanks. We'll come right down to your office, huh? Oh, this is Trevor Commerce, president of the Chamber of McGee. Huh?
3: <laughs> What's
1: the matter with you? Don't you hear good, bud? Oh, never mind. I'll see you shortly, and much obliged. Come on, Molly. We're going down to the Better Business Bureau. Oh, I
2: think you're jumping at conclusions, Molly. No. I'm still not convinced this isn't a legitimate business here.
1: Yeah? Well, then why should that miner sell you a half interest for 150 and sell Uppy the other half interest for 500?
2: Well, maybe one half is bigger than the other. <laughs>
1: oh, this is serious, Molly. The people of this town have got to be protected against these racketeers. And bye, George. Hi are... there, kids. Can I speak to you a minute? Oh. <laughs> What's on your mind, Mr. Oldtimer? Whatever it is, make it snappy, Gramp. We've got places to go, people to see, and things to do. So don't dally, Dilly.
6: Oh, <laughs> well, keep it but a minute, Johnny. Just want to know what you kids want for Christmas. Name it, and you can have it. Oh. Sky's the limit. Oh.
2: Yes, sir. You've been good to me. Oh, now, now, now. You mustn't get us anything for Christmas, Mr. Oldtimer. No. You save your money.
4: Sure.
6: Go on, Judd. I'm up in the books now. Anyways, it soon will be.
1: Yeah.
6: Just bought a half interest in a beauty claim, mine. (laughs) Uh, What's the matter?
1: Well, Molly, you you convinced now?
2: You win, McGee. Hmm. The only thing I know of that has three halves is a restaurant cantaloupe.
6: (laughs) Hey, what is this? If I had known you were going to talk over my head, I'd have worn my stilts. You've
1: been taken for a buggy ride, old-timer, that's all A nice, old-fashioned, fringe-top, rubber-tired, feet-on-the-dashboard buggy ride
6: How
2: much did you pay for your half-interest, Mr.
6: Old-timer? $75, daughter Oh, It was a squeeze, but I dug it up Uh. Great investment, too You realize what $50 invested... 30 years
2: ago with Henry Ford would amount to today? Yes, we do.
1: Ah, you've been gypped, old-timer. That beauty clay mine is a fake.
6: No, don't say that, kid. Don't say it. That $75 was the last cent my boy Rans had in his piggy bank. Uh, (laughs) How terrible. It wasn't even your own money. I should say that, daughter. Think I'm going to sink my hard-earned dough in any such silly thing as a beauty clay mine? No, sir. What's more, I'll speak to my boy Rance about this. If he thinks he's going to start lending folks money for any such wildcat scheme, he's mistaken. You wait till I get a hold of that foolish boy.
1: (laughs) Now, you see, Molly, that miner of yours has sold everybody in town a half interest in his imaginary mud bank.
2: McGee, I'm... I'm really ashamed of myself. Oh, well,
1: now, don't worry about it. But I'll show that dirty skulldugger he can't do that to any wife of mine. Give me the telephone. Here, what are you going to do, McGee? I'm going to call the bank and stop payment on your check. That's oh. what I'm going to do. Oh,
3: my.
2: <laughs>
1: Hello, operator. Give me the first national bank. What? Oh, is that you, Mert?
2: <laughs> Ask her if she knows what $50 invented with Henry Ford 30 years ago would amount to. It. How's,
1: how's her little thing, Mert? A, what's say. What say, Mert? Your sister threw her husband out the window.
2: Heavenly days, McGee. Was he hurt? No,
1: he liked it. He was running to catch a train, and she threw him out the window a kiss. What's <laughs> that, okay, Mert? Oh, don't answer, eh? Okay, Mert, thanks anyway. The bank don't answer, Molly. But you, oh. Mark, my... Come in. Hello. You read Skelton? No. You read How Green Was My Valley? No. Small world, isn't it? <laughs>
2: Well, the world may be small, but it isn't very exclusive.
1: Well, this is neither there nor here, Molly. we better get going down to the Better Business Bureau. I'm going to start some action against that phony miner. No, Molly. Hey, I just made a wonderful investment. Oh. Oh, You too,
2: Mr. Wilcox.
0: Oh, you bit on that phony beauty clay racket too, eh, Harlow? Listen, talk sense, will you? I don't know anything about any beauty clay.
2: Well, now, uh... Uh, what's this investment you're hooping it up about then?
0: Why, new linoleum for my kitchen and laundry room and dinette and entry. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: I figured that with Johnson's self-polishing glow coat to protect it and keep it beautiful. It was probably the best investment I could possibly You mean
1: make. you didn't know anything about that fake miner and
7: his miracle muck? Why, no. <laughs> no, what's it all about?
1: Oh, it's
2: a confidence man that's been going around town, Mr. Wilcox. Yes. Selling half-interest in his beauty clay mine. He claims it made his hands beautiful almost overnight, and that if we put it on the market, all the women in the
3: country—oh,
0: be... that! Why women don't need to go to so much trouble to keep their hands beautiful.
1: Now, <laughs> now, take it easy, folks. You know what Confucius say? <laughs> when advertising is inevitable, sit back and enjoy fame. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's all
1: time. Think right. Why, Mr. Wilcox, don't women have to go to so much trouble to keep their beautiful
0: hands beautiful? Well, look, primarily because beauty is simply a matter of protection. Uh Uh-huh. If women don't have to rub and scrub floors, and nowadays they don't because Johnson's self-polishing Coat has made the care of linoleum surfaces a mere matter of pouring out a little liquid, spreading it around and letting it dry. Why, there's no excuse for rough, red scrub-bucket hands anymore. Well, you might almost say that Coat is a beauty treatment for housewives as much as it is for linoleum. Well, I'll see you later.
3: Imagine. Uh,
1: that guy is so loyal to the Johnson Company that... Say, did you ever notice how straight he holds himself when he walks?
2: Yes. <laughs> He's quite athletic,
1: isn't he? Athletic, my eye. He wears linoleum underwear. Uh,
2: I don't believe it. Anyway, this isn't getting my $150 back.
1: Oh, I'll say it. Well, come on, let's get down to the better business... Bureau.
8: I'll show that.
1: <laughs> ah, well, I said it. Come in.
8: Hi, mister. Oh,
1: hi, sis. I can't stop and chew the suit with you now. I got to transact some important business. And Me, I...
8: too, I betcha. Huh? Huh? Hmm? I says, huh?
1: And I says, huh? Listen, sis, will you please go on home? I got to run downtown and. See, see you the...
8: going to run all the way?
1: No, I ain't going to run.
8: You said you were. Uh, and when you tell a little child something, mister, you should never oh,
1: dad, sis. I didn't mean I was going to run. I just meant that you I was. You couldn't
8: gonna... do it anyway, I bet You, you smoke so much you're too short waisted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you mean short winded?
8: No, you're long winded. <laughs> Now
1: look, sis. I haven't got time to stand here and swap vaudeville with you. I got a civic duty to perform. There's a fake miner in
8: town. Did you ever do any mining, Mister? No,
1: I didn't. And what's
6: more? You why? ought
8: to, I betcha. Who said so? Everybody. They say it's high time they McGee making mining.
1: Mining what?
8: Mining his own business. <laughs> And they say, I don't
1: care what they say. And you better get out of here before I take you across my knee.
8: Oh, will you, mister? Will you, please? Will you? Will I, what?
1: Take you across my knee? Yeah,
8: and tell me a story. Mm.
1: No, I won't. I told you a hundred times I gotta go downtown on business. I haven't got time to tell any stories.
8: Not even a short, short story?
1: Hmm? N- no. Oh, well, all right. Once upon a time, there was a very busy man who was trying to get something done, and he kept being pestered by a little nuisance from across the street. So one day, he took her by the scruff of the neck oh. and the seat of the. Ah, oh, goodbye, mister.
3: <laughs> I've done it too.
0: Martha Tilton singing Jim.
4: Why am I sitting alone tonight when I could be out where the lights are bright? It's all because of him. It's all because of him. Why am I wasting these precious years? Why am I crying these bitter tears? It's all because of him. It's all because Jim doesn't ever send me pretty flowers. Jim never tries to cheer my lonely hours. Don't know why I'm so crazy about him. Jim never tells me I'm his hot desire. Never seemed to set his love afire Gone are the years I've wasted on him Sometimes when I get feeling low I say let's call it quits. Then I hang on and let him go Breaking my heart in vain I know that Jim will up and leave me. But even if he does, you can't believe me. I'll go on carrying the torch for Jim. I'll go on carrying the torch for Jim.
2: Better Business Bureau, McGee.
1: Down in the next block. And I still can't understand, Molly, how you should have been so gulliver as to fall for that yarn about a beauty clay mine.
2: Well, I don't know, McGee. I guess I'm inclined to take people at their face value. Yeah,
1: maybe that's why I was never any good as a salesman. <laughs> My face didn't have any. I Oh, didn't I do that right? Oh, I also, oh hi, Billy. Hello, Mr. Mills. Hi, babe. Hello, Skimp. Hi, babe. Hi.
3: <laughs>
1: oh. Make it snappy, Billy. we got to get downtown. Just wanted to say Goodbye. I'm retiring. Retiring? What you mean, William? Skimp, I'm leaving the music bracket flat on its arpeggio. <laughs> I've hit the jack, Pot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you mean you've come into money, Mr. Middle?
1: You ain't la, Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> Drop over at the house tonight. I'm gonna dynamite my piano. Hey, what is this, Billy? Just made a smart investment, Skimp. Oh. Beauty clay. Ah! <laughs> Going to make a million bucks. <laughs> From now on, you take the low life, and I'll take the high life, and I'll be. Ah,
2: hold everything,
1: Mister Mill. Hold everything. Well, look, so I, I don't like to intrude on your dream world, but Molly bid on that beauty clay thing too. It's a fake. It's a gyp. It's a fraud. It can't be. I got a half interest. Cost me four hundred fish. You positive?
2: Possibly... <laughs> well, we're on our way right now. <laughs> We're on our way right now to the Better Business Bureau, Mister Mills. You better come with us. Yeah, I
1: can't. Got to get home. See you down there later. So long. Hey, wait a minute. What do you got to get home for? I've already lit the fuse under the piano. Got to put it out. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: gotta <get> them all. <laughs>
1: he
2: took the bad news like a little man, didn't he, dearie? Yeah, no, why not?
1: All his life he's had to face the music. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: Don't you get it, Molly? I said. Ain't off.
2: funny, McGee. <laughs>
1: Well, maybe it ain't, but a joke as old as that is at least entitled to respect.
3: <laughs>
1: Come on, let's go. I can't let that crook circulate too long. He'll tell everybody in town a half Oh, McGee, I... here comes Mr. Wimple. Oh, sure. What you will run into when you haven't got your flip gun.
9: Hello there, Mr. Wimple. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Hello, Mister McGee.
3: <laughs> Hi, Hi yes.
2: Well, you look kind of battered and bruised, Mr. Wimple. Did you have a bad fall?
9: Yes, I have, Mrs. McGee. A bad fall, a horrible summer, and a simply lousy swim.
3: When you sure got
9: a profusion of
1: contusions, Wimple. What happened to you?
9: Oh, I got those in a chase yesterday, Mr. McGee. Oh, I didn't know you were a horseman, Mr. Wimple. I'm not, really, Mrs. McGee. But something I said offended sweetie face, my wife. Oh. She ran me out of the house, down to the corner, into the church, up on the roof, and chased me four times around the steeple. <laughs> See,
3: that's
1: tough, Wimple. What, what did you say that aroused the little woman's fury?
9: Oh, it's so silly. I just told her I thought I'd give up my CTA work and join the Navy. And she said, you're no certified public accountant. And I said, No. But I'm constantly pushed around.
3: Why, you poor
2: thing. Don't you ever have a peaceful moment at home, Mr. Wimple?
9: Oh, of course I do, Mrs. McGee. In fact, I expect to go home right now and curl up in a corner with a good book. Oh. <laughs>
1: what book, Wimple?
9: Webster's on a bed? Oh. She throws it at me whenever I come in the door. <laughs> well, goodbye, folks. You must drop in some kind for a game of
4: bridge, Wouldn't he be a gruesome, poison?
2: <laughs> you know, McGee, I sometimes suspect Mr. Wimple brings most of his troubles on himself.
1: Of course he does. Old Fourth of July Wimple, the punk that starts the fireworks.
2: <laughs> oh, well,
1: I got troubles of my own, Molly. Well, here I am gabbing away when I ought to be helping protect the city against confidence men. Well,
2: you can get started any
1: time. Here's the Better Business Bureau. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. Let's hurry in. Oh, heavenly days, McGee.
2: It's a mob scene here. Everybody
1: in town must have got taken by that mud-packed mastermind.
7: Boy, and does that burn me up.
2: It must be pretty important, McGee. Look, Mayor Latrivia's over there at the desk. Uh, ladies
7: and gentlemen, it has come to our official attention that many of you have invested more or less heavily in a confidence game promoted by a certain alleged miner. It seems that he started his operations early this morning and was only apprehended by the police late this evening.
1: <laughs> that makes him a bunch of all-day suckers, don't it, Latrivia?
2: Touch that guy. Was any of the money recovered, Mr. Mayor?
7: I'm happy to report, Mrs. McGee, that the major portion of all losses will be refunded. All right. All right. All
5: right.
1: Great stuff, I come down here to help you run that phony miner down, but it looks like you were on the job, all
7: right. Yes, we endeavor to keep in pretty close touch with any new racket, Mr. McGee. I put in
2: $150 for a half interest in the beauty clay mine, Mr. Mayor.
7: I know you did, and perhaps this will teach you the value of our slogan, Mrs. McGee. What is your slogan, Latrivia? If you don't save your dimes, you'll never move into better quarters? <laughs> no, McGee. Oh. Our watchword is, before you invest, investigate. Oh. Before you invest, investigate. That's right. Here, Mrs. McGee, allow me to return your check for $150. Oh,
2: thank you, Your Honor. Look, McGee, I got it back.
7: Oh, that's well, Molly, and I hope that'll teach you a lesson. And here is your check for $500, Mr. McGee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, thanks. Sir.
1: Yeah, well, come on, Molly. Wait
2: a minute. <laughs> Hold on a minute.
1: What's, what's the matter, dear?
2: Don't get mushy with me. <laughs> And you had the nerve to be mad at me for buying it. Oh, I
1: wasn't mad at you, Mom. I was sore at that miner. He had no business selling any half-interest after I went and bought the whole mine.
0: In many ways, I think the women in this country are the luckiest in the world. They have more liberty and freedom, greater equality than elsewhere. They have more leisure time and more interesting things to do during that free time. Speaking as a man, I'm certainly for it, and I'm glad to be working for a company that has made contributions in that direction. The original Johnson's wax itself was certainly a labor-saving aid in housekeeping. Johnson's self-polishing glowcoat was surely another. Think back for a moment to those floor-scrubbing days before glowcoat came along to protect and beautify kitchen linoleum floors. Now, because Glow Coat needs no rubbing or buffing, you just apply and let dry. And not only do you save hours of work, but your linoleum lasts much longer. Glowcoat Coat is so popular, there are, of course, imitations available. But there's only one Glow Coat. If I were you, I would always insist upon it.
2: McGee, where have you been?
1: Oh, who me? Oh, I've been down to the county jail. I gave that confidence, man, a darn good talking to, too, too.
2: You think it did any good?
1: Absolutely. He was so sorry and full of remorse, you know what he done. what did he do? He sold me a solid gold watch for only five bucks. You see? (laughs) It's every bit as good as my own.
5: It should
6: be.
1: It (laughs) is your own. Yes, sir. (laughs) What? Oh, my gosh. Good night.
3: Good night, all. Mm -hmm. (laughs) This
0: is Harlow Wilcox. Speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Finishes for Home and Industry. Inviting you to be with us again next Tuesday night. And reminding you that America's first line of defense is you and your support. So invest to the best of your ability in defense saving bonds. Good night.
7: Whether your car is new or ten years old, it will pay you dividends to keep it polished with Johnson's Car New. The new auto polish that both cleans and polishes in one application. Car New is a time and money saver. It's a liquid. After the car is washed, massage Carnew lightly over the finish. Let it dry. Wipe it off. It's fun driving a car that shines like new. Ask your regular wax dealer, auto supply store, or service station for Johnson's Carnew, spelled C-A-R-N-U. This is the National Broadcasting Company. <laughs>